Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome back today to your ultimate life, your ultimate life. I had a great chance today to talk to a couple people about creating that life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. And I want to make sure that above all things on every single episode that I encourage you, I express my total faith in you, my knowledge that you can have your ultimate life. You can have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, and you can create it by serving with your divine gifts. One of the struggles that people have all the time is, oh, purpose, prosperity, and joy sounds like some woo-woo crap, and that prosperity, what about just cash? I just need some cash. And you know what? That urgent need expressed that way is almost repulsive to money. And, and or, or if it isn't, it drives us to do things in a state of mind that is very uh, scarcity mindset, and that drives away real prosperity. So cash, having enough to eat and have a roof over your head, to be prosperous, to be able to get the things you need and do the things you need, is clearly part of every goal to create an ultimate life. But it isn't just to have things. It goes way beyond that. Creating wealth is not difficult. Wealth, money, follows value. So instead of what do I do to create cash, I need some money, it's how do I create value so someone willingly is giving me some of their money, accumulated energy. And there's so much business going online these days you know, there's been just staggering number of businesses started during and after the pandemic. If there is such a thing as after, where are we? That, you know, the opportunity is ever expanding, growing faster than we can even imagine. Our ability to reach everybody in the world has gone up so, and is continuing to go, go up. So the real question isn't how do you create money? It's how to create value. And this is where, I mean, today we're in our episode, what, 13, of 18 about forgiveness. And this is one of the biggest barriers to creating money. Now, you might think forgiveness and money have got nothing to do with each other. But when a person that I talk to experiences a block, I can't figure out what to do, it almost always has to do with how they feel about themselves. Stories. I can't do this. I'm not. And, you know, fill in the blank. Not good enough. Too old. My moments pass. Not fast enough. Not smart enough. Don't know how. Don't have time. All the stories about why they can't do something instead of just exploring ways that they can. And the reason I've waxed a little poetic on that a little bit at the beginning of this episode, this episode 651, and it's titled, What Good is Guilt? Now, 
guilt is one of the main barriers because we feel in some way we're not enough. We're not capable. We're not something. And that has to do so often with guilt. Perhaps something you've done or not done. Well, I could have. I missed my opportunity. I shouldn't this, that, and the other. Now, you'll know right now, where is guilt getting in your way? Where is a sense of, I shouldn't have this. I'm not capable, good enough, smart enough, fast enough. Where is that getting in your way? And more importantly, especially when you talk about forgiving yourself for past mistakes. Now, some people then right there, they say, oh, yeah, but my past mistakes are so big that I can't get past them. Well, you know what? You're right. You can't, and you never will, unless and until you make a choice, an energetic choice that is personal and yours and yours alone, to get to a new place, to create a new story about your life. I saw a post this morning, or an email, I can't remember, by someone who talked about being married to our old stories And one of the examples he used was, I'm not a morning person. That's one I've used a lot too. Not for me, but in conversation. I've always, since I was a kid, sometimes under duress and other times by choice, gotten up early, 5 o'clock, 5.30. And, you know, one time in my life, even four for a while. But here's the key. The story you have about yourself may be true up to this point. The key to growth is making a conscious and intentional choices about which stories from your past are valuable, powerful, and create a beautiful future, and which stories from your past have either worn out their welcome or never were useful and helpful. And so one of the big stories we carry, all of us, is guilt. Guilt for things we didn't do or that we did do. Guilt for people we didn't help or that we hurt or guilt for any number of things. You can fill in the blank for yours. I don't have enough time on this episode to begin to list all the ways that guilt might get in your way. So what good is guilt? Well, guilt serves a number of really useful functions. And so when people say, you know, guilt is this bad thing, it's not bad at all. It's important and it's useful. In its context, excessive or prolonged guilt is not helpful. So guilt, uh, I heard a talk once in a, in a church setting that talked about guilt being like pain. When the body experiences pain, it's a warning. Something's wrong. You need to stop doing what you're doing. It's a pain to quit something or a warning of some kind of further, you know, impending damage. I remember thinking that when I was stretching. I do a lot of martial arts stretches, and that includes splits, And you can pull those muscles in your crotch out pretty easy, and they take weeks and weeks and weeks to heal. So pain there, if you're doing splits either the sideways way or front and back, doesn't matter. That pain is something you got to pay attention to, or else you'll damage something that takes a long time to heal. So guilt is like that. It is a warning that something is going against some boundary that we have. Now, sometimes those boundaries are good, and sometimes they're not. You may have boundaries that somebody told you something and they no longer serve you. So exploring those boundaries at the right time and making conscious choices is important. But that isn't what this episode's about. Guilt 
is a, is a feeling that something's over a boundary, that something you did is out of order. And when you think about forgiveness in the context of this guilt, what's really important is to understand where your guilt came from. I use me as an example because I know my story and all the things that happened. I, I um, had a lot of struggle, we know that, with failed marriages and who I was being and addictions and that sort of thing. I had many years during that 35 years from 17 to 52 when my life radically changed where I was trying or thought I was really hard to be a great partner, a great dad, and do everything right. And there was a lot of struggle in there because I didn't even understand my own boundaries, and I was continually carrying a sense of guilt for something in the past. So that is where guilt gets in the way. If something is past that you can no longer fix or that you've done all you can to fix in terms of apology and making whatever amends you can, then carrying further guilt is a damaging thing. It's not warning you about further pain, and it's not preventing you from further damage. It's getting in the way of your progress. This is where forgiving yourself comes in. Forgiving yourself and getting rid of the guilt is a conscious choice to no longer allow your your behavior in the past, whether it was something you did or something you failed to do, to stop you from going forward right now. So guilt is a very useful thing. It can motivate us to change. It can call attention to, hey, you should have done this or you shouldn't have done that. And it can call us to behavior change. It can call us to make amends or to apologize or to do whatever we need to do because we did something that was over a boundary. That is a very appropriate thing. Guilt can also motivate us to change in the context of forgiveness. So for me, I carried leftover guilt for years about things that were years and sometimes even decades in the past that I couldn't fix anymore and that I had consciously and intentionally done all I knew how to do to fix, to repair, to make amends for. Yet even after that, I was carrying guilt. That guilt made me less effective, less powerful, and less able to feel both divine purpose and love. So in that place, in that time or example, guilt had long since worn out its usefulness and was now a big brick on my heart all the time. And I allowed further abuse to continue, me to be abused by those who wanted me to stay broken. And I was prevented from doing the things that I could do, my own fault. I, you know, I was not uh, taking the action I needed to. So in that case, guilt was a sign for action. Just like it was if I'd done something wrong, only in this case... I shouldn't still be feeling guilt. So there's a difference between guilt that stops behavior and then guilt that's like extra baggage because there you have to then turn it into love. And in this case, it is self-love. I've done, you have done all you could to fix a thing. Now you need to love yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for what you've done. Forgive yourself for continuing to beat yourself up way past the expiration date. And then move to self-love, self-growth. Move to intentional choices 
to be better and do better. And that's where forgiveness is so powerful because once you take the rocks of guilt out of your heart, you say, I'm not going to live with old guilt anymore. There's nothing more to do. And what it's doing is blocking my progress. Then I'm finished with that part of my life and I'm going to forgive myself. Now, I remind us again, that doesn't mean pretend things didn't happen or, you know, brush people off or any of that callous behavior, but it does mean stop carrying guilt slash shame and getting down on yourself and, you know, I'm not good enough, never will, can never make up for. Those words are just not true. And it could be true that I'll never get over this, may be responsible for more blockage of human progress, growth, love, sharing, kindness, compassion than almost anything else. So accept and understand that guilt has its place to stop behavior that's wrong, to cause us to change, and to cause us to then go make amends for what we might have done where we no longer want that to be part of who we are today. Then if you take it beyond that, Guilt is a clarion call to forgive yourself. A big trumpet blast. Beep. Stop beating yourself up. Move to a place of love and service here now today. I want to use this last part of today's episode to talk about choice. Because we so often think guilt can only go away when the person you hurt tells you it can. You hurt somebody if it was trivial or if it was severe. And you can only forgive yourself if they say so. That's wrong. It's wrong and it blocks you and it isn't the right place to put that permission. Because that person, whoever they are, has to seek their own healing. No level of apology from you will heal them. Period. Hear that. No level of apology or level of whatever you do to fix it can heal their heart if they were hurt. They have to go on that spiritual journey and choose to release the power of your misdeed in the present through their own forgiveness. But delaying your self-forgiveness until someone else gives you permission is literally handing the keys of your ultimate life, handing the keys of your purpose, prosperity, and joy to someone else who may never choose to heal their heart. Or if they do, it's on a timeline that has nothing to do with you. So allow guilt to function fully when it brings you to change, when it brings you to self-protection or the protection of others. Allow it to motivate you to make amends. Allow it to cause you to forgive yourself when you realize you've been carrying around this bag of rocks for far too long. And then make a conscious choice because it's within your control and your control only to, du- to dump the guilt, to dump the shame because you have changed. Not pretending anything away, but because you have changed, because you're on a mission now to do all the good you possibly can, because that's who you've decided to be. So after you change and don't be the person that did whatever anymore, that forgiveness has got to come freely and fully of yourself so you can Go be the beacon of light, the vessel of love, and the conduit of power that you could be and grab on to your opportunities to love, serve, lift, bless, create, 
and help others do the same. And in that way, continue more fully to create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on